Welcome to the Empower Working Mom Revolution podcast, the ultimate destination for all you incredible working moms out there. I'm Jocelyn Young, a certified life and mental health coach, and my mission is to help busy working moms succeed in their careers without sacrificing their well-being and relationships with their kids and family. This show is your guide to creating transformational change in you as a working mom, where you'll discover your own empowering, actionable tips and tools. We'll dive into inspiring stories and topics such as nurturing your well-being, setting boundaries, managing time effectively, and cultivating self-compassion. So join me here every Wednesday as we revolutionize how you show up as a working mom, which makes remarkable changes in yourself, your family, your career, and the world around you. Remember to hit that subscribe button and let's go on this transformative journey together. Welcome to the Empower Working Mom Revolution Podcast. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Attention all busy working moms. This February, I am offering a free 45-minute coaching session that is purely focused on coaching and not a sales pitch. So during this session, we will work together to identify your challenges and create a personalized plan to help you achieve your career goals, manage your time effectively, reduce stress, and improve your relationships. Whether you are struggling with mom guilt, home and work organization, or navigating a life transition, I am here to help you. So sign up today for your free 45-minute coaching session by visiting www.empoweredworkingmomrevolution.com forward slash coaching. All right. Hey, Working Moms. Welcome to another episode here on the Empower Working Mom Revolution I'm so excited for our guest today. It is Aya, and I'm going to actually, you know me, I always share a story of how I meet these wonderful, amazing people that are our guests here on the podcast. So Aya uh, found the Empower Working Mom Revolution podcast and resonated with one of the episodes that we uh, produced, and she reached out and shared just how that impacted her and also her own story of her own um, journey of motherhood and just her own wisdom that I'm so excited to share with y'all this conversation that we're going to really dive into. Um, And so that is really how we meet, how we met. And so really, you all know, I have the saying like, divine timing, trust and surrender to divine timing and things that happen in your life because they bring you the most amazing people into your life for an amazing reason. And so I'm so excited to have Aya on here. I'm going to do a formal introduction about her. She is an empowerment mentor and holistic health coach and a certified bioenergenetics practitioner and author and a mother of two spirited little girls. Having gone through the hurdles of harmonizing her big dreams with her journey through motherhood, she discovered her passion in guiding fellow mothers to find inner peace, easeful flow, and untamed freedom by reconnecting with the timeless wisdom of Mother Earth and syncing with their natural cycles. And so, welcome to the show, Aya. Hey, Jocelyn. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here with us. And we are going to be diving into the topic of using the wisdom of Mother Nature to restore your health and well-being. And I'm so excited because if y'all have been following me for a long time, if you're new here, I love spending time out in the woods. I'm a little bit jealous right now because my husband is out in the redwoods right now and I would love to be there. But I'm loving here (laughs) this, this time with Aya to dive into using the wisdom of mother nature to restore our health and well-being right and so 
Aya, could you just share with me and um, our audience, like, how did you land into just this wisdom and knowledge and uh, of of u- utilizing Mother Earth as like a, a an a- avenue and a pathway to honor our well being? Yeah. Well, I guess um, the first thing to point out here is that it's really it's a knowledge or let's say a knowing that we all have, right? When you and I had a conversation about this, you also used the word that you rediscovered what Mm -hmm. nature actually means to you because we all have this inside of us. Like we we are nature. And Mm -hmm. in this crazy modern world, we forget that so often, but like we are of the nature, our bodies belong to mother earth and like when our souls are done with this journey that's where our bodies will return again um but our modern way of living doesn't really honor that in any mm-hmm. way and it causes us a lot of harm so this is like we when we can start to really have a rational conversation about this topic but this this connectedness this inner knowing that this is how we find the peace and the well-being that we also crave for crave for that's already within all of us like we just have to as you said rediscover it um and for me really i've always been i've been lucky enough to grow up really close to nature um i was always outdoors it was always this safe happy place for me um the like the place i always went seeking when I wasn't feeling myself. I just Mm. never knew that rationally. It was so natural to me, right? So it wasn't until, how old was I? I think about 25 when I moved to another country, to a big city, which is something that I always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything, it was as if I broke somehow, like my health started failing me. I never had any health issues before. I was stressed. I was okay. Like the the environment was new. The job was stressful. There was a lot of new to get accustomed to, but it wasn't just that. Like I I could feel that this this just isn't like my body was acting out in weird ways. I lost so much weight. My hair started falling out like, and and I didn't really do anything to somewhat attributed to stress, but I just had this inkling that there was something more going on. Mm -hmm. And I started getting these weird urges to just take my shoes off and walk around barefoot or like really, there wasn't a lot of green spaces in that city, but whenever I could find out, just lie down on the grass. And back then I had like, I didn't know anything about earthing, grounding. I didn't know what actually Mm -hmm. touching mother nature does to you, right? Yeah. Um, But to my surprise, I started healing and that like sort of flickered, flicked on a few lights and then eventually I moved back home. I, you know, but I still didn't know, like I didn't have this knowledge, this whole science that is in the background. And now we actually do know, like it's scientifically proven, right? How, yeah. how amazingly uh, well nature supports us because we are nature. Um, but then I would say that I really got deeper into that was that's about two and a half years now ago Mm -hmm. i suppose i was pregnant with my second daughter and i went to one of these women's circles where mm, the facilitator at some point said like where you're not you as a woman 
and as a part of nature, are not meant to run on consistent, constant energy, like you're cyclical. I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm cyclical. Oh my God. Like, and, then, you know, like, um, and that opened up, like, it, it was such a relief for me. I was like, okay, I, I don't have to push myself so hard. Like, it's not even normal. It's not natural for me to, to try to be as consistent as I try to be and then feel so bad about consistently failing to be this consistent. Yeah. It was so liberating. And then I really started... Um, like narrowing my focus and diving deeper into all the natural cycles and mm. how cyclical we are and how all these cycles connect with one another. And it opened up a whole new world for me. Oh my goodness. I love, so I love how you really explained to us, like we are nature, because when I first heard that, I was like, I wonder if anyone understands what you, that phrase, we are nature, but the way that you explain like, we come from nature and we go back to nature. Like that's like, like what you said, when we die, we go back into the earth. Like that's, and that's where we came, we come from, right? Like, like we're all, we are made of like, even like um, energy and the vibration, we're all connected with that. And then I love how you said, um, the cycle, the, we're cyclical. Like when you said that, I was like, yeah, we are. <laughs> You know? Totally. It, totally. But I wonder if you could, could like even like say more about that. Like, how do we, like, when you say that we're tuning to the cycles of the earth, my first thought was like moon cycles. Like, I, I, like, I have been really diving into like tuning into the moon phases and then, okay, TMI everyone, but really now, like, my body, I realize my body is totally attuned to the moon phases. Like, when I, there's a full moon, it's my monthly visitor, you know, like, it's, it's like, that's like, so I'm really like wondering, like, could you share more? Like, how do we attune to the cycles of, of mother earth and just, you know, the natural world around us? Yes, definitely. It's my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, I like to start with seasons. Mm. Okay. Now, of course, now here, like us being in the northern hemisphere, it's winter for us now. Mm -hmm. In the southern, it's going to be the other way around. And if you're very close to the equator, it's not going to be that obvious for you. But mm -hmm. we all feel the changing of the seasons. Mm. And we're meant to feel it. Right. Another thing, like I said, we come from the earth and we will like our bodies will return to the earth. Um to make that understanding easier, like when, when I try to make decisions for myself and put, put something on a scale, like what's the better choice for me right now? I also try to think like, how did our ancestor live? I don't know, like a thousand years ago, 2000, you know, a few thousand years ago, because the one thing that before we get into all this, that I'm gonna keep coming back to is the way we've been living for the past, it's only been like a hundred years that yeah. we've gone into this unnatural craze. Like it all started pretty much with light bulbs and clocks, right? Those mm -hmm. are the two things that messed <laughs> us up. Yes. Um, because it was no longer necessary for us to follow the natural cycles. Until then, mm -hmm. we followed the sun, right? Like when the sun mm -hmm. went down, you went to sleep because you couldn't do anything anymore. It was pitch black. Yes. Like, what, what are you going to do, right? There was no light bulb. Exactly. And you didn't get up 
until the sun came up again, because again, what are you going to do? And mm -hmm. so what that often meant, like not often, always, is that people would sleep more when the days were shorter. That for us, let's like, we're both in the Northern Hemisphere. So let's yeah. just say like in the winter, it's natural for us to get a lot more rest. And we're mm -hmm. built to get that rest. Because if we won't give ourselves that rest during the winter, we won't have the energy that we're meant to have during the warmer months. Like we won't have the energy to start new projects in spring. We won't have the energy to see them through in summer. Mm. And it like, so that's one thing to, to really be mindful of. Um, that the environment that we have created for ourselves is unnatural. And that if we just look out the window, <laughs> nature will, will pretty much tell us what to do, right? Yeah. Um, and actually, since we're here, we're going to go into other, uh, but I would like to stay, since it's winter for us, I would like to stay here in winter for a bit longer. There's this fascinating book that I read that's called Wintering. It's Kate, mm -hmm. something I can't remember right now. Um, but she actually describes how um, in the old days, because there was no artificial light, people would go to sleep at sunset mm -hmm. and then they would actually, because they got so many hours of sleep, they would naturally wake up around like 4 a.m. And they would do this break, like to reflect and meditate and have a few peaceful conversations with other people, maybe go to the bathroom, like, and then they would actually go back to sleep until the sun came up, right? Because many of us are just not, we're not physiologically made to sleep like 16 hours. Yeah. Um, but even that period of wakefulness was actually this intentional time for self-reflection and going inwards and doing your inner work and connecting to the people closest to you. And those are the kind of things that we are meant to be doing in the winter. Like winter is the time for us to turn inwards, do our inner work, clean up so that we can set the right ground for the spring to come. So that when the spring comes and everything explodes and starts blossoming, that we're ready for it. Right. Yeah. And like I said, I like I like to start with the seasons. Um, but then if you look at like you said the moon cycle, right? Yes. Winter is the new moon. Mm -hmm. Like the winter solstice is the exact same energetic principle as the new moon. It's a new beginning, right? We start yeah. moving back towards the light. Mm -hmm. um, but we're still like, it's the darkest time of year. It's the dar darkest time of the moon cycle. Um, it's, if you will, it actually, and we can, because you mentioned that you bleed on, on a full moon, but mm -hmm. energetically, um, the new moon is aligned with the bleeding phase of the menstrual mm -hmm. cycle. And I don't know if you've ever explored that, like what it means when you bleed on different moon cycles. Do you know about the... No, like, I haven't. I just like, that's like, now I'm like super fascinated <laughs> because like now I'm like, like I, I have been uh, like, y'all are getting to know me real deep here. I have been <laughs> trying to track, I've been tracking like, is it a new moon or a full moon? when when i have my monthly cycles and so like i've been tracking which type of moon it is but it always falls around one of the one of the moons the, whether it's a new moon or a full moon 
right? And so that's something that I I don't know yet. <laughs> that's all I'm now. I'm like now I'm gonna go and do that after <laughs> this conversation. No, I actually love that because it, <laughs> and even um, it said that traditionally because for example, I always used to bleed on a full moon. And yeah, we're putting it all out there together. But yeah, I mean, those are things that we really have to talk about these things uh, because yes. they're important. And also there's nothing shameful about them. Like, no. they're, like they're completely natural. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I always used to bleed on a full moon. And then when this, like the moment I started feeling like now I'm really ready to have a child. And it was kind of all of a sudden, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, not yet, not yet. Okay, now. <laughs> and and my period was late the month after. And I was like, oh my God, like, am I, am I pregnant? And no, I wasn't pregnant. Like my period was actually two weeks late, which never happens, but it suddenly switched. And it's actually, when you bleed on a full moon, it's called the red cycle. Oh. And when you bleed on a new moon, it's called the white cycle. So I actually switched from the red cycle to the white cycle, because when you bleed on a new moon, that moves your ovulation to full moon, which is the most fertile time of the month. Oh, wow. Right? Like the full moon enhances the fertility of your cycle. So it's actually, it's often said that the women who bleed with the new moon are currently sort of, let's say, in the mothering phase of their life. They're either like they want to be pregnant, they are pregnant, or they're currently taking care of their families and small children and are very dedicated to that. Oh, wow. When you bleed on the full moon, Apparently, throughout history, witches would bleed on a full moon. But that's just an indication that um, that your energy is more focused, like, outwards and towards mm -hmm. healing and helping other people grow. And, like, you're more dedicated, right, to, like, yeah, basically healing and mm -hmm. helping other women mm -hmm. Mm -hmm through their processes. Mm -hmm. So that's basically how, and everything in between can happen because we all have this notion that our cycles should be spot on all the time, but yeah. it it you don't have to do much more than just maybe travel to another time zone or something. And you're often gonna notice that your period goes off track. You're either gonna be a bit late, a bit early, whatever, right? Like that mm -hmm. happens to a lot of women. Yeah. Um, and it's just, a natural way of our bodies adjusting to the changes in our environment. So it's really not like it doesn't have to, it it could, like it's not, I'm not, you know, go see a doctor if you're worried, yes. but um, but it's just another way in which we adapt to our environment. Like yeah. our humans are these amazingly adaptive creatures. Like wherever you put us, we're gonna like immediately start changing our bodies to better fit the environment that we're in. And that can sometimes happen with a period too. And it it's actually, it's what happened to me when I wanted to get pregnant, like my cycle would just shift to the cycle that gave me a better chance of getting pregnant. Now I know it sounds a bit, but, but when you really start, and that's something that I so recommend to all women, just track your periods because like you notice so many fascinating things. Like for example, and when I was trying to get second with my uh, pregnant with my second daughter, like I just, one thing is I was probably, I wanted it so badly that I was probably pushing it away because the second mm -hmm. I let go of that wanting, I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. But also looking back now and tracking everything, I actually ovulate much sooner in my cycle than I'm officially supposed to. Uh, and I didn't yeah. know that. So like, yeah. you know, if you're trying to make a baby on the wrong day, it's just not going to work. So yeah. <laughs> like, 
so yeah so i think it's really like it's important for women to know ourselves in this way because it gives mm -hmm. us so much power and so much control about like over our own lives yeah yeah i really i want to go back to what you said about the wintering season because i yeah. think that like i know you and i know that but i'm i'm wondering like you know for people who are like this might be a new thing a new idea or even knowledge to you know understand how like we are really naturally created to tune into these cycles of the seasons because it's like if you even look at the animals right they like there <laughs> there are indicators like bears hibernate in winter y'all like exactly. and like you know and look at the animals they 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 use this time to like to to rest and to store up for the springtime and that's when the burst of energy and i i was just you know like reflecting on my own right now in the season i you know we are in the northern hemisphere and i'm in the winter right like that i have been experiencing my own like going inward and conjure you know digging up and wrestling with a lot of inner inner stuff going on in there um and just allowing myself i think the first thing that i just was thinking about like how do how do we allow ourselves to to actually like go with the cycles of the seasons right like do you have any suggestions like for us as like working moms like just to allow ourselves to tune into the cycles of the seasons and yeah i love that you're using the expression to allow ourselves because that's really what it what it comes down to like we can know all these things rationally and mm -hmm. and it's like i said it's more than that like i can i can justify it rationally forever if if you remove the mind and allow yourself you're gonna feel it in your body you're gonna feel it in the way you emote your emotions function um but what we do is resist it that's why i said that i love mm -hmm. like the fact that you mentioned that we need to allow ourselves to go there because it makes us again in our minds and the way this world functions it makes us feel as if we're not being productive enough as if we're like not doing enough achieving enough we're not taking enough action but like you said like animals hibernate in the winter like the trees drop all the leaves and they do nothing like nothing grows from the soil because the soil needs to rest right we are nature we need that rest because if we don't give it to ourselves if we don't take care of the inner world nothing can grow outwards yeah. and like again if you just if 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 we just look at the nature it's telling us all that it's making us feel it but we're resisting it because we've like created all these wrong standards for us about like what is right, what is respectable, what is acceptable, and what it is that we should be achieving. And we just accept ourselves. And we accept of ourselves to like keep performing at the same level no matter what. Like, is it the first day of your menstrual cycle and you can barely get out of bed in the morning, but you still have to do the same as when you know you're feeling you're very bad it just doesn't work that way like we're yeah. not built that way and when we allow ourselves to tune in and go with the way that we're actually feeling that changes everything because our feeling is the only thing that matters it's why it was given to us like 
or I often call it our knowing, because we always know. If we mm -hmm. take, and all, all you really have to do when you catch yourself, I should, I must, I like, this is still on my to-do list. Okay, but what do you feel like doing right now? Mm, okay. That's a great question. And in, especially if you're a working mom, in 95% of the cases, you're not going to do what you feel like doing. You're going to do what you feel you should be doing or what yes. you must do or what is left unticked on your to-do list. Mm -hmm. um, and I know like we can't, as especially as moms, it life doesn't always flow in a way that allows us to always 100% go with whatever we're, we're feeling. Um, so what I like to do is I make this not a very strict list, let's say like, like of things that really kind of have to get done. Mm -hmm. But I try not to put too much stress on when and how exactly they need to get done. And then I try to follow my feeling within that. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like freedom within framework. And that actually works really well, well with kids as well. Like when you have these clear boundaries or a framework mm -hmm. of, of what needs to happen, then within that you can give yourself the freedom to go with your feeling. Um, because like, okay, I need to do the laundry. I, I have to make lunch and I don't know, I have to take care of this work project. Mm -hmm. But which of the three do I feel like doing right now? Because mm -hmm. if right now perhaps i feel more like doing laundry if i get back to my work project in half an hour when the laundry is taken care of i might actually be more productive because i'm going to be more focused because i'm going to like i'm going to be in a better place to do that right now so just we force things way too much ah. like, and we actually do it to ourselves most of the yeah. time like there are certain external demands um, but mm -hmm. most of the time, we're really just being way too hard on ourselves. Because let's face it, in the end, we always get everything done. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe there's, you know, still a pile of laundry left. But like, it's, can't we just be a little bit kinder to ourselves in the process? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I love that feeling framework, like that you said. Because it really is like attuning to even, you know, if we bringing it back to the cyclical seasons, they're like feeling into the, like looking outside. I'm looking outside. I'm facing a window. I'm looking outside and like the trees and the, the animals, they can feel that energy of the season. And it's like the same for us. It's like feeling it because there's energy behind it. Like if you don't have the feeling and the energy behind anything, like for the our to-do list, you're going to be actually less productive or even like it won't get done because the energy and the feeling isn't behind the action is, is what I'm hearing from you. So I love that feeling framework because that's what actually nature does. They feel into the energy like, oh, it's it's hibernation time. It's time to rest. That's the energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that what you're, is that what you're? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because like us humans are the only animals that have the capacity to get stuck in our heads. Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty sure that hibernating bear doesn't have a to-do list, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, wow. So how else could we use like, what other wisdom does mother nature have for us 
Okay, there's a lot. But one more thing that I also wanted to mention here when I said like maybe, you know, we all we all want to be productive. We want to do as many things as we can. And we actually feel better about ourselves at the end of the day if we have achieved certain things, especially like the ones that are really important to us, right, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, but then on the other hand, we cannot force them. And very often when we try to, we just fall flat because we're actually meant to, like we said, go with that feeling and go with the flow. And so what really works for all of us, like, and it definitely works for me, is to, when there's something that really needs to get done and like I sit down with it or and, and I'm just not feeling the energy of it, go outside, just go outside. Even if you just have to go like for a walk around the block or, even to the balcony and do take a few deep breaths or something, but walking is amazing. Like, because walking actually, I think it even like, it stimulates your mind that I think like it increases your creative capacity by like 80% or something, if you just go for a walk. Um, and so whenever you're stuck on something or you feel like you have to do something that you really don't want to do, go outside first, like give yourself that 20 minutes, half an hour, because it's going to change the entire trajectory of your day. And it's not going to make your day half an hour shorter. It's going to make you like 10 times more productive in that sense. So we often like won't allow ourselves to do the things that we feel like doing because we believe that we don't like we haven't earned them yet. We don't deserve them yet or that they're somehow going to take away from everything that needs to get done. Mm -hmm. But allowing ourselves to do what we feel like doing actually gives us the energy we need to do the things that need to get done. Yeah. And this is really, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's really difficult. Like, especially for a working mom, like we're just not built that way. And we believe that we have to function in all these incredible super mama ways, um, mm -hmm. which like I said, we do in the end, but there are ways to make it easier and healthier for us. Um, so yeah, that, okay. Now returning to your question, we, yeah. <laughs> we tapped into the season, we tapped into the moon, and we very gently brushed on the menstrual, menstrual cycle, which, like I said, I think all women should track it. And it's really important, like it's very important for us to rest in the wintertime. It's really important for us to take that rest during our bleeding phase as well. Mm -hmm. And just like winter, new moon and the bleeding phase, those are all actually wonderful periods to, they're not action taking times. And mm -hmm. whichever action we do take in those days, it's not like, it's not going to really bear the fruit that we're after because whatever seeds you plant in the winter, let's face it, are just, right, they're not going to take fruit because the ground is frozen. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not whatever crazy, like you're not going to go do crazy exercise on the first day of your period because like it's, most of us know not to do like, like the feeling is strong enough <laughs> for yeah. us to know not to do that. But then on the other hand, it's, it's a beautiful and extremely powerful time to set intentions, mm -hmm. to go deep, to feel into what it is that we desire to create and then set an intention towards it, manifest it, if you will, mm -hmm. visualize it, get into the energy of it so that when our energy, because this is like, this is the lowest point of our energy, like of our mm -hmm. energy cycle. And mm -hmm. then when our energy starts rising again, we're going to know what to direct it towards. And we're going to 
achieve the things we desire with much greater ease. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, yeah. yeah, of course, it's like, it's really simple now. I put it all in the same. So it's winter, we're bleeding, it's new moon, right? <laughs> like it's yeah. not, the cycles are always spinning. And so it's really, it's really interesting to, to pause every once in a while and just check, okay, where am I? in my cycles like what am i you know what would be the optimal use of my energy right now because like i said we get our feelings would always tell us that but we get so stuck in our heads that sometimes we just get lost and when we notice that we're not happy not healthy not feeling well not being as productive as we would like to be just maybe check in and check where we are in our energetic natural cycles and try to move with those because it's going to make it flow that much easier yeah. Yeah. What you're, I mean, what you're speaking to is really like tuning into not only our feelings, but our bodies. Like, Definitely. Yeah. And tuning into, it's like, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a framework kind of a gal. So like it's looking at the cycles of the season and like we're in winter, right? Tuning into just my energy and the vibration that I'm feeling within and my feelings and just and then tuning into how my body is, is is feeling right it's like all those all those factors of like really pausing to tune in and tap into those things and that is that can give us so much information on like where we are in terms of our well-being not just physical but mental and then also like give us information on like what does productivity look like in this season, right? Because like you said earlier, like as working moms, we still have things to do, but what does that look like? Does it have to be in the same energy as in the spring and summer, you know? Exactly. Um, right? Yes, we Is also, that yeah, and we also, we like, you know, there's divine timing. There's a time <laughs> for everything. And we also scatter a lot of our energy on mm -hmm. things that, aren't really that important just because we never took the time to decide on what was truly important to us right now. Like yeah. we're always, we're pushing for all these things, but sometimes if you really pause and reflect and look inside, you might realize that you don't actually even want those things anymore or that something else has become a priority in your life or that something is going on at this time that requires more of your attention and like so so yeah we, we function on this mental autopilot that is always pushing us in the same direction but if we took this down times that nature gives us so graciously mm -hmm. right took them for what they were actually meant for that would actually give us so much in terms of directing our intentions and our energy towards the things we we truly desire yeah because a yeah. lot of people so many people and i was one of them for so long they don't even know what they want out of life like no idea they just kind of power through to i don't know vacation to vacation and what until i'm old enough to retire and then what and then <laughs> like, your life is pretty much over not to like not necessarily it doesn't have to be but there's again there is a time for everything in your life and mm -hmm. if you really want to learn kite surfing, maybe don't wait 
until you retire because you know it's not going to be the same experience as if you do that in your 20s like there's a time for everything um so yeah um that i i love that i love that because it's really resonating you know when this when this episode is actually coming out (laughs) right in the new year it is it literally is that time of going inward of like really getting clear on tuning into your own the cycle of winter right now um and if you're listening to this when you're in this in the season of, of summer then <laughs> but this is like but the same the, the same principles apply like okay we're principles. talking more about winter but yeah it's like yeah. it's the exact same thing the the energy of summer is also guiding us on like yeah. how to act how to show up in the world what to like you know it gives us all that energy everything is so much easier in the summer isn't it like you can just yeah jump out of bed in the morning do your morning routine go for a run or whatever like go for a run at 5 a.m in the middle of the winter you know like it's much more difficult than in the summer so true so true. And it's because you're meant to be sleeping when it's winter and it's 5 a.m mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah i love so it's i love this i love this because it's like you're really you're really tapping in and tuning in into the energy of the cycles like that's what it is like that's where you're gonna get the energy like if you're it, like I'm, I'm really like self-reflecting for myself here with this conversation. It's so awesome. It's like, yeah, the energy that I am getting from this season in winter is really rest, rest, really rest, and just really being intentional about, you know, what is it that I desire in the spring and summer of 2024. You know, and, and you know what's another really cool thing to do in the winter is to clean up and clear up and like make room for what wants to come next. Yes. Um, Like if you want a nice garden in spring, you have to clean out all the like, well, not, not all of them. Some of them are going to provide manure for what wants to grow. Right. (laughs) You want to clean, clear it all out, but you have to make space for what you wish to create next. Mm. Um, So winter is also a wonderful time to sort of, clean out everything that doesn't serve us anymore. And that's usually that comes with doing the inner work, like observing your, whatever, your beliefs, your, the emotions that trap you often, or, and just kind of bringing them to your attention, taking some time with them and letting go of whatever isn't supportive for you anymore. Yeah. That's one thing. And when you mentioned like when this is actually coming out in January, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Another thing that we tend to do and it's completely arbitrary and we totally made it up because the first of January, it's just a random when it comes, as far as nature is concerned, a completely random day. (laughs) (laughs) This this huge pressure to now January 1st, everything changes, right? Like I'm going to make a million New Year's resolutions that I'm going to fail at miserably and then feel really bad about them. But that's because we're not meant to spring into action. Yeah, spring into action. We are meant to spring into action in spring, right? Um, On the 1st of January, because it's even though like on the winter solstice, we start moving back towards the light, right? The day starts getting longer again, but it's a slow process. Like the 1st of January is still very deep in winter. It's very cold, it's very dark. 
and we're not meant to take all this drastic action yet. Um, because if we do, we're only setting ourselves up to fail and that's not really kind to ourselves. But it is a wonderful time to, to go in, to slow down and to set those intentions and say, okay, I don't know, um, now I'm going to start setting the ground. Maybe I'm going to prepare a little corner of my room where I can do my exercise and I'm going to do it for five minutes a day so that I can move into it slowly so that when spring comes and I get more energy, I'm already going to like, I'm going to set myself up to win because if your goal is going to be, no, now I'm going to get up at five every day. I'm going to go to the gym for four. Like you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. And it's okay because you're not meant to do it. You're meant to rest now. Like, yeah. and it's okay. Also, you know, like the bears, they have to <laughs> put up all this weight so that they can hibernate through the winter. Like I'm not saying, but also our bodies are not meant to look the same way through the year. Um, it's, I'm, I'm, you know, we could go into this whole other conversation and yeah. why like we don't like, I'm not saying stuff your faces until you're, yeah. because, you know, food is, another thing where we've gone completely off track with um with what nature has been trying to tell us all along um but it's okay like we actually we need stronger food in the winter because it's going to sustain us better um again nature is giving us everything that we need if we just tap into the local seasonal food that's available to us like if we go to the farmer's market and see what's there that's not been imported from some exotic country, like this is what we're meant to be eating because this is what's going to support us most in this season. Um, and yeah, and it's okay. And it's okay to rest and it's okay to take it slow because the time will come when we're going to pick up the pace again. And it it's going to be that much more enjoyable and we're going to be that much more productive if we give ourselves the rest that we need now. I love it. That's such a great way to wrap up our conversation. <laughs> I love it because it's it's just you're coming back to like this is there's no shame and no, you know, of like if you have been doing New Year's goals, there's a reason why sometimes it doesn't work out because if you're going full throttle ahead in the middle of winter, like there's a reason we're not we weren't built to do that, right? It's we were built to you know, align with the wisdom of, of, of mother nature and the cycles of the seasons of like, this is a time to set our intentions, go slow and to build the foundation. And that is like, that is okay. Like that's how we are. That's how we are built and to allow ourselves to do that. And so it, like, when you said, when you said like, you know, this whole new year's goal thing that, which I like, not I I like scrapped that a couple years ago. So I'm like, this doesn't work. And I didn't understand why it doesn't work. But now when you are saying that, it like even clicked even more for me of like why? Because our bodies aren't tuned to that, tuned to that kind of uh energy of you know to do. It's it's more tuned to the energy of resting and and just like how nature does. Yeah, and so exactly. And if you want to set uh, intentions or resolutions that are actually going to work and you're going to be able to carry them out, do that for the for the spring equinox. Like that's an actual new beginning. Like that's when we really get all powered up. That's when we really get like all this light and energy. And 
we're meant to be taking action. And so it's going to be much easier for you and you're going to win at them. Like, you know, yeah. again, nature is giving us this cycles. It's just not the 1st of January. It's just not the right time. Like yeah. do it on the, do it on the 21st of March or, you know, whenever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being guests here and coming onto the show and sharing us with the wisdom of mother nature and the seasons and the cycles. And, um, is there something that you can, um, share with our audience of how they can connect with you and, um, any offerings that you have for our audience? Um, yes, actually, I think the best way to find me is my website, which is the untamedreamer.com. Mm, on that website, um, the audience will be able to find a guide for whichever season it currently is. So if like you're listening to this when it's still winter, it's going to be the winter guide. If it's any other season, it's going to be whatever else is relevant. Um, and what I've also created just now, because I thought like we all need that and it's completely free. It's a, a short quiz that's always going to let you know which part of the cycle you're like, which energetic cycle you're currently in or which energetic cycle is prevalent. And it's going to give you a few guidelines on how to move with it, like to find more ease. Um, so that's, I think you can just put that in the show notes, right? Justin? Yes. It's gonna yeah. Be, yeah. I'll put it in, I'll put yeah. all of that in the show notes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much, uh, for just sharing your wisdom and your story. And I love how we talked about our menstrual cycles because, you know, <laughs> we should be talking about this y'all <laughs> exactly. as working moms. Um, and really I love just how you share how, you know, there is, just even getting outside the most simplest, my biggest takeaway here, I mean, I have so many, but the biggest takeaway is like utilizing what's really literally right in front of us. Yes. You know, nature to guide us and to help us along the journey as working moms to be the best that we can be for in our work and then with our kids, but using nature uh, that's at our fingertips as our guide and tapping into that wisdom. So thank you so much, uh, Aya. And it was so, so fun to have this conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, we're going to stop recording. Or we're going to like actually keep on going and talking about other things. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really enjoyed it too. And thank you for having me. Like I, I, I sort of, I love spreading this. Like, and if it, if it touches someone, if it gives them just, like a slightly different way to approach things or to think about them than like mission accomplished. Really? Yes. Yes. So if you're listening to this episode, we'd love to hear your, uh, ahas takeaways, something that you're pondering based on this conversation. We'd love to hear it in the comments. So thank you so much. I again for being on here and thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. Bye. Once again, thanks for tuning in into the Power Working Mom Revolution podcast. If you found today's conversation super helpful in guiding you as a working mom, I'd love to invite you to share it with a fellow working mom friend as we would love for this podcast to serve as many working moms. So thanks for sharing it with a working mom friend and I'll see y'all next week on the podcast. Have a great rest of your day, week, weekend, and evening. Bye.